3: You are listening to the Burrows of Berea. Side studies. Welcome back to the Boroughs of Berea. I'm Rick Welch, and to my right. (laughs) Wait a minute. No, I'm not. I'm I'm Rick. You're the more sexier Rick. The more sexy. Subtle voice. I like Rick. how
2: he also subtly corrected your English.
3: Yes. <laughs> um, Rick Carter. And to my right, we have the OG, Mr. Rick Welch.
0: across from me,
3: we have the Sarita, the Edgerton. The Edge. Edgerton. Sorry. Screwed that up. She is the Edgerton. The Edgerton. I am
1: an Edgerton. not the Edgerton.
3: And uh, the dedicated man behind the glass, Andy Bishop. <laughs> Love it.
1: He's the Rocket Man.
3: will oh, oh, take, take it. You don't yeah, have to pay Alton for that, right? <laughs> Rocket Man. Uh, that one's going to cost us. Oh. No, no, It's <laughs> no, no. a joke. <laughs> Well, we're back again for a wonderful side study. Um, depending on how this is released, you've already heard some two really good ones by Sarita. Mm-hmm. We showcased this coming out in one of our past episodes.
0: Yeah, uh, Sarita actually did, I
3: think. Yeah. She read it Hebrews out. Hebrews kickoff. Yep. Yep. In the Hebrews section. So today we're gonna to be we're gonna be talking about somebody at the very beginning of the Bible. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be talking about a man named called Adam. We hear a lot about him. Yep. Sarita, how old do you think Mister Adam is?
1: Well, like I said, he's dead, so <laughs> he's not. An age anymore, but 900 and something, because I know Methuselah was...
0: 969. The <laughs> oldest. So that's Adam's
2: uh, bib- biblical age. That was uh, Methuselah's. Oh, that Methuselah.
3: was Methuselah's, 969. He was
1: the oldest,
3: as far as I know. The Bible states that Adam was 930 years. Wow. He lived quite a long time.
1: And he did not go down into the ground to dwell with his fathers. He had none.
3: <laughs> you
1: know, they say that about... and he, they do. He died and went to... Dwell with his went to live with his fathers. I was like, I guess he didn't do that, did he?
0: Hey, I never heard that. Does it actually say that he went to be with his fathers?
1: Jacob when when all the oh, I thought patriarchs you meant Adam. no. I it said he's the only Adam. one because he didn't have it. Like, Dude,
0: if he did if they did say it that he went to sleep with his fathers, no, like, didn't.
1: what are we gonna talk
2: that's
3: about? A good, that's a good point. What was before that? <laughs> Some interesting part in, in second Genesis two sixteen, and it said the Lord God commanded the man. You are free to eat from any tree in the garden. Verse 17 says, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, for on that day you eat from it, you will certainly die. Mm -hmm. Did Adam die on the day that he ate from the tree of good and evil? How would you mean? Did he do it? I say yes. You say yes? I say yes. How about you, Sarita? Oh, she's thinking hard on this one.
1: I am thinking hard. Extremely I would hard. say, mm, hmm, Allegorically.
3: Allegorically.
1: Metaphorically. Mm, um, get I it. would say that the man Adam was supposed to the the man he was created to be died. Right. And the uh, and I would say that again, it's metaphorical, but I guess you're going to tell me if I'm Ooh, wrong right. so Look at me go. The
3: answer to this question can be somewhat difficult to answer. From all that I have been taught and from all my early studies, all I could see was that he didn't die physically that exact day. Yet if their death had to occur because God said it would, then to the best of my understanding is that Adam died spiritually due to God being spirit as spoken of in John 4, 24. John wrote that God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship Him in spirit and truth. However, my studies may have uncovered an answer that I've yet to hear from anyone else to this point in my life, and my findings is still all Scripture based, as all Bereans should be. My first point to address, as if Adam died spiritually, a verse that I have read several times, yet not finding any connection to what its meaning may be found in Genesis. If we look at, this, at verse 3 in chapter 6 of Genesis, we find in the CSV, it says, And the Lord said, My spirit will not remain or strive with mankind forever, because they are corrupt. Their days will be 120 years. Now, reading that with, with the context of other verses in that chapter For myself, it seems to stand out not necessarily on its own. However, it seems like, why would that one be right there? It's a jump in context from verses 2 and 4 in that same chapter. I see that the Lord is saying that His Spirit will not remain with man forever. The question I have is, was His Spirit with everyone up until that point as we see the Spirit within us now? Can we find that in 1 Corinthians 3.16? If so, that would mean that Adam still had the Lord's spirit until his death, just like the rest of mankind, being if that timeline of the text is in the right order. Adam was pronounced dead in chapter 5. Kind of interesting. Yeah, my
0: spirit shall not strive with man my spirit shall not strive with man. So in your mind, you believe that the striving of the spirit is the same as the spirit being inside the man.
3: Well, the, actually, Genesis doesn't really define it in its context as if he had, quote unquote, the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. God being spirit and, and that Adam and Eve walked with God in the cool of the morning. Did they walk with him in the self or did he walk in his spirit? But it said, the Bible says in in Genesis six, that his spirit will not strive with man forever.
2: Do we uh, know what "strive" means in that context? Is that like a thing we
0: can Strong's or something? Yeah, we can. Mine
1: says mm. "abide." The word means "abide." It actually has a footnote by it.
0: Okay. Yeah, it won't. It won't reside with him. Stay long with him. Be apart with him. He's his spirit is not going to strive with man because for that he is flesh, which he made flesh. But it seems to be like that's all he is—is is flesh. He, they're only doing, according to Genesis six, they're only doing evil continually. Correct? Yes. Yeah. So it seems like I don't know. But I—I'm I, gonna—I'm not gonna. You just go on. Let's hear what you right have to say. Right up until
3: that. Right up into chapter six is where an interesting character started to come to play that really don't get a whole lot of definition. Uh-huh. That's where the nephilim come into play. Yep. And I mean, not for this the part watchers. of the yes, not put for this side study, but that's where they really come in, and that's where God seems to change the narrative for man because of their the the fallen angels' involvement with man.
0: Yeah, I'm going on Derek Lambert's show actually uh, in April, and I'm going to tell him how the Nephilim were the dinosaurs nice. on April
3: first. Nice,
2: nice. That's Aww, excellent. Yeah. I love it. I Just a silly thing, but I want to point out what a good guess uh, 120 years is for the maximum possible lifespan of a human being, especially for a society that mm, a lot of people would have you believe, I'm not sure how true it is, the average lifespan was like 30 or something. Yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. And, good but, guess
0: back then, huh?
2: Right, uh, good guess for a society with a, quote, average lifespan of probably 30, which is right. not and entirely true. and technically speaking,
0: but. they were 900 plus years when they're looking at the ancient civilizations. You know, that's kind of weird. But I did hear somebody talk about the way that the world was prior to the flood, that the oxygen in the world – and that the sky was purple – and that the oxygen was so oxygen rich and the fruit and the vegetables and all that would be
2: bad for uh that would be bad for things like us we get oxygen poisoning i'm not going to look it up uh but oxygen the oxygen percentage doesn't have to be super too much higher so it doesn't help you live longer no it actually you can be poisoned by oxygen absolutely
0: yep i love the high i get off oxygen have you ever done it oh yeah well well, it's, I when wouldn't I call it a it. high, but it, yeah, it's kind of nice. Yeah. It's, it's, it, there's a euphoric feeling like, oh, yeah. everything's going to be fine. you know. And it's like, all you did was just get some pure oxygen. <laughs> Were you know? going to outer space? <laughs> no, I was just like, I'm great. This broken leg doesn't hurt. <laughs> well, it does, but not as bad. Is, yeah, it's, yeah it's not magic, but I yeah. didn't have a broken leg. I didn't have a broken leg. I, didn't, I, just, I don't even know why I got I've, oxygen.
2: I've had two in my life, broken legs, I mean. Really? Yeah. Well, it was the same leg, yeah. not at the same time, mm. Same. same way. Broke it on the same ski slope, same trail, both times.
0: No way. Yeah,
2: yeah. You'd think I'd have learned.
0: <laughs> I broke my arm Sunny sledding moment. with a with a tri-sled, you know, where uh-huh. it's got the three skis. Oh, yeah? But I was doing it in the summer, in the middle of the woods on leaves, and I went down a big embankment, and then I hit the bottom, and it broke my arm, my Oof. left arm, into a W. Hey. Ouch.
3: Yeah, it was neat. Ouch. Needed some oxygen there. <laughs> Nothing humorous about that. Ah. Uh- <laughs> <laughs>
0: the best so, I got. So bring it, bring it back in okay there, Rick.
3: So, so now up until that point, there could be a different discussions on that subject where man had God's spirit or not. I hope to do a side study on, on John chapter 3 to that subject. So my answer to this point is that Adam did not die spiritually. Take that in for a moment. I understand. Done. That.
2: Yeah, it's kind of the common line. You got right? it. Yeah. yeah.
3: I mean, the... the Based on my my learning and teaching from my years and in being involved in churches, is that if he did not die on that day, then he, liar. it must must have been a spiritual death. It had to be yeah, something. Yeah, because it makes God a liar. Yes. So there's something that has to do. So now my second point to address, did Adam die that very day he ate the fruit? So how old was Adam when he died? It would seem that he died at a very young age, right? Up to that point, Adam and Eve had yet to have any kids. The only two things that Adam had done that was recorded by the Bible was name all the animals, sleep to give a rib to so Eve could be created. Seemingly, moments later, it was recorded that they both ate of the wrong tree. Time itself seemed to be absent a lot from the beginning from the writer. Because of that, it seemed that they both would have been very young in their creation. So when does the Bible have it recorded when Adam died? That can be found in chapter 5, verse 5, Adam lived to be 930 years old. I was fairly decent in math class. However, that doesn't add up. From that recording, how could it be that Adam died on the very day he ate of the tree? I'm glad you asked. Let's look at it. Yeah, boy, yeah, I'm, I'm been waiting for the shoe to drop. Unbated breath. I know. It's all the suspense. Mm-hmm. Do you remember hearing a phrase about anything regarding God's timing? I feel you should. The verse I believe that can be found in is 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 8. Dear friends, don't overlook this one fact. With the Lord, one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years is like one day. Peter could be referring or quoting Psalms 94, for in your sight, a thousand years is like yesterday that passed by, like a few hours of the night. With that said, Peter is saying that it is a fact, backing up the writer in Psalms by his words. So can you and I agree with that is written in the Bible, that one day of God's time is a thousand years of our time and vice versa? It's almost a, a balancing parallel. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's a little equation that you're using. Yes. One equals 1,000. Yes. Big G. Big G. Big G. Big G. To put that in some perspective, have you ever watched a video of a time-lapse camera where a long period of time can be seen in only a few minutes? It's really cool to see the weather patterns shown in this way. You can see clouds race by or storms build in such a way that you can't see at normal time. It really must be cool for God to see us in the same way. So how does all this fit with Adam? Does all that mean that time is nothing to God? Well, I believe that God created time, and in order to create time, he would not be subject to time. Yet, does that not avoid what Peter said, that time ratio being a fact I was hoping that you were starting to see the direction that I'm heading with this. One thing that I find interesting that in Genesis chapter 5, the writer goes through the family tree of Adam with all the years in which he and many of his siblings lived. A quick read, you will see that many of them lived a really long time with Methuselah setting the age record of 969 years. Wow, that's a really long time. It wasn't until Noah's children to Adam or Abraham that those years of men started to decline to an average of 130 to 200 years. That still seems like a long time by today's standards. The CDC reported in September 6 of 2022 that the current US life expectancy is 77 years. That's quite a decline. Yeah. That alone could be another side study for another day. So again, Adam lived to 930 years so if a day of the Lord is a thousand of our years then is it possible that Adam died the same day he ate the fruit and the one one thousand big G because he' use that he, equation he did because, or as I
2: like to call it a, a, a ten Ben yeah
3: <laughs> because he didn't live a full day in the Lord again take a moment to think that through it's kind of crazy right so, do you see not, the, the, the correlation? It's
2: just... Yeah. It's, it's, it, it feels, I'm not going to lie, it feels a little reachy to me. It feels like, it feels very, it feels like, I mean, you're, you've got a solution looking for a problem a little bit
3: in the beginning. Um, of course. I, I feel I'm that way about little... the
2: spiritual death excuse too. The spiritual death thing to me too is also kind of a, is a, you know, you're just like, okay, I've got a problem. How do I fix it? Mm-hmm. So, it's so a difficult, I think this is an incredibly difficult problem for, uh, for people. Yeah, I think this is a hard one right here. The the you shall die thing is incredibly difficult.
3: Based on the writer, if we believe that that the Bible is is um inspired by God to be written and that if God said that you would die that day that you that you surely eat the fruit, the one part that we as uh I say we I'll say me that we've always tried to hard to understand is well, he didn't die that day. And we assume that a day is 24 hours, that he didn't die. He lived. He lived 930 years. Mm-hmm. But are we misseeing the fact that it could have been not a day of our day, but a day of the Lord? I mean,
0: so from that point of view, where, where do you have any other scriptures, or are you just
3: like, how old do you think Adam is? <laughs> The one thing that we're that's that we do not privy to is that the years that were recorded, we don't know where the beginning was started from. Yeah, we don't know if the 930 years started from the day that he ate the fruit, or the day that he was actually born. We don't know. We just know that he. This is how many years supposedly he lived. I think that it was from
0: the day that he ate of the fruit. That's what I think because. And as possible, because of what Genesis said about. He says, I can't have them eat. They've eaten of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. They great the they ate the great moral question. Yes. And Which
3: I think spawned off this whole part because it was a previous um episode that I was listening to uh-huh. that you were talking about that 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 started the whole progression.
0: Yeah, I mean, so they're eating the great moral question, and that is the wrong thing to do, because when you're in a relationship with God, you're walking with God, and what he does is good. Yes. And so you're able to observe. That's not what you do when you have the moral question. Now things that are good can be evil, and things that are evil can be good. Look at ethics classes. It's real simple. Out of the many, let's kill 12 people if we can save 4,000. It's it's a bad choice, but it's a great choice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's the right choice. It's just...
2: It's a hard choice, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so, but that's the world that we live in, and that's because of that moral question. And so, my feeling was, he said, okay, I can't have them eat of the tree of life anymore, and they'll live forever, which means that they were able to live forever before. So, they, instead of being, now they're no longer eternal. They were eternal, they're no longer eternal. That's how I see that effect, because they no longer had access to the tree of life, which gave them eternal life. Yes. Right? Right. Which is why the rich young ruler says, What must I do to inherit eternal life? That's what they were looking for. Right. How do I get that back? You know? Right. And what kind of son are you? Are you the kind of son that asks for your inheritance and goes off and, you know, sleeps with some old whores down in the, the city? eats it. Eats off the swan, you know? Yep. Or are you the kind that stays home and then just complains because dad throws a party for your, you know, your jerk brother? Yes. Which son are you? You know, none of these, none of these actually are good. No. Nope. None of them are, none of these answers are good. And I think that's the whole point is that God is saying, I can't have you living forever because what's going to happen is that your knowledge of good. You're going to start doing some weird stuff because you think it's good, and you're going to start doing some really wicked stuff, and then you're going to only do the wicked stuff you can, you know, continually. Do <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, why
2: why is it so important? Because this always just looked like like a parental safe lie, like a you know, it's like why shouldn't I touch the stove? You know, you know what I mean? Like, why is it so important that this not be a, quote, lie from God? Because that's like... where well, because does God cannot come? lie. Is that when... Sorry, total distraction. When, is that, when does that pop up? What? God, I cannot lie or God cannot lie. Who um, says
0: that? It it happens in the Torah. It happens in... It's in the Torah. It's in the says Torah says and that that it also happens the the in truth. the Psalms. Well, I mean, God himself yeah, says, says... He cannot lie. God cannot lie. Yes. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not a man. He's not a man. He is a God. He is a spirit. So. Because it just
2: seems like the way you would treat children to me. It just never seemed to need that strict of a explanation. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I understand that looking at it from like a child, you know, like a childlike wonder point of view. I think that it's a whole lot deeper than that. I Mm. think that that's, these ancients. Were smarter than us. They just were because they were able to look at the sky for a long period of time. They could, they could watch the water all day long while we're in here, like picking it. You know, I'm sitting over here running a machine. Yeah. I can't even wipe my butt, pro- you know, properly. These guys, I can't believe I just said that on here, but <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like they they had more time and they too much I,
1: information. The
0: oldest, the oldest guys, you know, always have the most wisdom. It seems, and I think, I mean. Like, I'm not opposed to what Rick is saying in regard to the thousand years. I'm not, because it actually works. I just don't think that it was that important to God in regard to that. God is eternal, and so he has to talk time language to us. So if he wants to put it in a ratio form of one to a thousand, I suppose that he can. But I think that limits him, and I don't think that's... But if he wants to limit himself, he can. You guys have heard me say that. If God wants to limit himself, he can.
3: Well, I think that's a... I'm talking about a ratio between... The way he—it's not a a limit to God, but it's how uh, uh, he—based on what I would have—none of this would have any fact or any basis without Peter saying what he said. Yeah. That there was a factual ratio of how God looked at the earth and how we could look at time for him. Yeah. There was, to some reason, that's how it plays out. Now, I know there's probably another question that towards the end of this we can touch on.
0: Yeah, just jump back in. Yeah, let's get back yeah, into this. But I think you had
3: something. Sarah. Well, I
1: just wanted to say, maybe we're, I know he's like talking about dying spiritually. Seems like a reach. This seems like a reach. What I do see, and we can fast forward to Jesus with it, is after they ate of that tree, mm-hmm. they lost The communion with God. They were separated. It was a separation for me. And I think (laughs) if you fast forward to Jesus on the cross, it was painful. He got whipped. It hurt. What hurt Jesus the most was when God the Father turned away Mm -hmm. and he was separated. And, you know, sin came into the world through the first Adam, and salvation came into the world through Jesus.
0: I mean, I would agree with you 100%. He so definitely I, felt that because I, I'm
1: thinking the separation is, is is the that communion with God is no longer like it was. We can't commune with God. We, you and I were having this conversation during lunch, but we I told you this. I said this, I'm going to say it on air. I would love for the Lord to come down and speak to me. I would have to go change my pants first. Yeah. I would love for him to audibly say, "Hey Sarita, I love you. You're amazing. Go do this."
2: And change your pants.
1: And go change my pants first.
2: (laughs) But you know, like I would
1: pee my pants if the Lord spoke to me audibly like that. Sure. I have felt nudgings. I have read scripture and thought, oh, okay. Yeah, I probably should do something about that. Um, I just don't know that. I'm kind of envious. I'm kind of envious and I kind of feel sorry for Adam and Eve because they did know that communion. They did know that fellowship. They did know that connection, and then they didn't. Yeah. The only other person who has ever felt that is Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. He had that connection. He was that connection, and he didn't.
0: No man has seen the Father except the Son. No man has seen the Father except the Son. No man has seen the Father except the Son. Did Adam see the Father? Well, if
1: he was a man, then no. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Man became a living soul. No man has seen the Father except for the Son. But was Adam a son? Was he the son? He wasn't the son. But he was a son. So are you? <laughs> no man has seen God at any time. Adam walked with. You can't. See Adam face. walked with the voice of God.
3: Yeah, that's. I always
0: just assumed it was, it was more a of a spirit an yeah, thing. Yeah,
1: spirit thing.
3: All right. So it it appears that everyone written in the Bible did not live on earth a full day of the Lord's time. That would include Enoch and Elijah, even though they were taken to heaven alive and well. How did we miss it? God said that he would die that day, right? Have we ever known God to make a mistake or say something that wasn't correct? I would definitely say he has not. What I can say from my... Continuous study of Scripture is that it's my understanding or knowledge of Scripture that is wrong and needs to be changed. With all of this, I am not saying that I am right about this. However, it seems to fit. The last point in closing, and this might cook your noodle some more, that if Peter is factually true, and I must believe he is, then every day of the Lord used to create something in the timeline of creation was a thousand of our years. With that logic, the earth would be an extra seven thousand years older than we first believed. Not that God can't do things that you believe, not Andy.
2: <laughs> yes, that's <the>
3: yes. <laughs> 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 it's not that God can't do things like that in twenty in a twenty four hour period. However, it would seem to make much more sense of how things naturally form and move with the earth. Also, that would help us understand that during the creation cycle of animals, that there would be time for dinosaurs to roam for a few days before man showed up. Again, this is my logical speculation here. Maybe at some point during those years as when God put the bio-life in the ground that became what we call now oil. Now back to Adam and his age, okay? A closer look at chapter one and two, we're going to see something that is interesting. In chapter one, the order of creation as written by the writer is as follows. Number one. Sarita, you want to read the list of seven?
1: Sure. Day one. Heavens, earth, water, light, day, and night. Number day two. Organized land and water created the sky. Day three. Created ponds, seas, all plants, trees, fruits, and vegetables. Day four, stars, sun, moon, and seasons for the plants. Day five, water animals and air animals. Day six, land animals, Adam, Eve, Dominion. Day seven, my favorite, rest. (laughs) I like resting. Resting is good. (laughs)
3: Now, in chapter 2, this is where we see something that should stand out. However, I've never really noticed it before. And let's take a look at verse by verse. O.G., you want to read them? Sure. Verse 4. These are
0: the records of the heavens and the earth concerning their creation at the time that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. No shrub of the field had yet grown on the land, and no plant of the field had yet sprouted, for the Lord God had not made it rain on the land and there was no man to work the ground. But mist would come up from the earth and water all the ground. Then the Lord God formed the man out of the dust from the ground and breathed the breath of life into his nostrils, and the man became a living being. The Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east, and there he placed the man he had formed.
3: After reading these verses, did you see anything that might stand out? If you don't, that's okay. Ever look for your keys and find something you were looking for from a month ago all the time sometimes you can only see it when you're not looking for it let me point it out for you the writer in chapter two says that no plants had grown at all and with the dirt god formed adam then god breathed the breath of life into his nostrils and the man became a living being did you see it yet did you see that the writer is saying that Adam was formed and created before the plants grew, which would have been the 3rd day in chapter 1?
0: That's right.
3: What? <laughs> I know right? Continuing with chapter 2, the garden was created and Adam was placed there to tend to the garden. Then all the animals were created and named by Adam. Then Adam put his Then Adam is put to sleep so Eve can be created. So now let's look Oh wait. Go ahead.
1: You said all the animals were created and named by Adam, or all the animals were created and then named by Adam. He didn't create the animals, right? No, 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 okay. no, no, no.
0: No, 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 no. God made the animals.
1: I just want to be sure. He of- made the
0: animals because no, the Adam question. was lonely. It's a lack of- yeah. yeah Not the I woman. A lot of people think sure. it was made for the woman. She was woman. just
2: checking to see if the omission of the comma yeah. was an accident.
3: <laughs> she has a, she has a keen eye. So it, it part of this discu- uh, discussion, full disclosure, when when I was. Talking about this and passing it over with the uh, OG Rick and in, in open discussions, he's the one that actually noticed this part of it, and he called me and said, "Hey, I just my brain is melted. Can we talk?" And I said, "Sure." And you mentioned that if you look closely at this, it looks like Adam was created on the third day. He was made before the
0: stars and the sun and the moon. He was there when God made him. So, for at first, I was like, that's not possible. Read, cha- read chapter one and look at it. Male and female were created he them always on the sixth day. Always, always, yes. always. Right. But that's not what chapter two says. Chapters two says before the plants remained. So, I went back to chapter one and was like, all right, let's make sure what's going on here. Yeah. So, on day three, he makes the plants, right? Right. And then, then it says, and it was so. And then the trees and the plants, they grew, so, that happened, and God said, that's good. In the evening, in the morning, it was the third day. Yes. Close, full stop, done. Crazy. So, I was like, cool. So, then I go back to chapter two, <laughs> and it's like, this is before anything was growing. Yes. The mist was coming up around to water, but there was no man to till the earth. We know that. In other words, God formed man before He made the sun, the moon, and the stars, and it makes sense, actually. So I went and I talked to all kinds of people—pastors, former pastors, people that I know, deacons, uh, people that study—and every time I look at them, it's like they look at me like you're insane. This is not po- <laughs> exactly. no, no. It's six. It's day six. You're just misre- You're misinterpreting it. I'm like, dude, I'm not misinterpreting it. I am paying a close attention to the time statements. Look what it says. Adam was alone. It was not good that man should be alone. And so, he did what? Oh, well, he made the woman. No, nope. he made the animals. Yes. Then he said, go name them. So, he did. And that still wasn't good enough. And so, he made the woman. But guess what he does? Before that, he shapes the man in somewhere I believe is very unique because he wasn't made in the Garden of Eden. He was made somewhere else. Yes. And he was planted Eastward in Eden. He was. And while he was in Eden and he was dealing with all of these this loneliness, then God puts him to sleep and takes away the rib and then makes the woman. When that happens, that's day six. Yes.
3: Absolutely. Now you've
0: reached day 6. And man and woman, male and female have he created them. So there's this time frame that God's with Adam and it's critical to your understanding of the second Adam if you don't know it will blow, it'll melt your mind. Yes. It's so critical. Anyway. Hey, like them apples. Adam was made on day 3, <laughs> day not three. 6. He was made on day 3. And it goes against all reason. And I'm like I got to call a rabbi. Like, I've got to go call a rabbi and I got to find out if I'm, you know, did we mistranslate translate this in English? Because if I'm reading my English correctly, and I am, Adam was formed from the dust of the ground before the vegetation had grew. And that was on day three. Day three. You can't deny it. Have you ever heard this, Sarita? No. But did you read it? I've ever
1: read it. Yeah. I know, but it's there. I mean, it's not the first time I've ever read it. It's
0: the first time I've heard it. Me too. I've read it a million times a and million I just skip over it never, because I've been told yeah, it's I, day I six. I came
1: at it with a... Preconceived notion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it took, how many days did it take for man to be born
3: until the woman was made? Three. So that actually kind of annihilates number six being the day of man. That's exactly right. How and old? how old was he? So, how old that was being he? said, if Peter, Peter he wants is, to say 3,000, he's a
1: couple of thousand years old.
3: He's at least 3,500 to 5,000 years old. Yeah. And in my opinion, that
0: You know, and and you and I just differ on that, Rick, and that's okay. uh, That's great, but I feel like what he's trying to tell us is that God is eternal, and days don't count the same way that they do to us. No, they didn't. Yeah, it's
2: a what is it's a definition question. What's the definition of a day? Yeah, that's
0: right. Yep. But if you want to do it a thousand years, you're right. Even if even if I disagree with you on one thing, it doesn't matter because what i just said about the day 3 means that he is at least that old so if you're a you know a 6000 year creation theory guy you can't have it I, I wouldn't you can't even, have your cake
3: and eat it too i wouldn't even i wouldn't even know what that necessarily meant but but based on peter's statement of it being a fact and finding out that he's on the third day it just seems to f- it's a fit. Everybody gets Which,
0: mad at me when they say billions a, of years. Oh, you can't say that. You can't say that. You're just being like, a. no, we're, we're actually just using linear time.
1: Well, I always, this is what I find comforting. That if you have a loved one who passes, right? And on earth, it may be your grandmother. And then you, you live to be as old as your grandmother. But if that time, if you're right, if Peter's right, a thousand years is a day, Do we have that same timeline up up wherever we're supposed to be?
3: Well, it works for futurist eschatology. Well, I'm only saying from my perspective, I'm only saying that if God looks at us, because he has to look from his place of no time into our time. And based on how that reference is, Peter is saying that as he looks at us, a thousand of our years is how he sees a day. Mm. So basically, he's only seen us alive on creation, maybe to him, maybe what five, six days.
2: You can't, you can't have a day as we understand it before the uh, sun. That's is right. Created.
0: the tr- the evening and the morning is God's evening and morning. It is right. not. It so, is His idea of light so, and
3: darkness. Yeah. It is not
0: the sun and the moon.
3: I'm not creating. You're right. I'm not creating that as our time. Right. That's God looking from where He's at with no time. It could time. be eleven. 0.8 billion years. Right.
1: Yeah. That's it could be
3: 3. It could be 3
0: billion years. It could be whatever he wants it to whatever be. Whatever
1: he wants it. And I tell my kids i like, you see how
0: quickly you said that? But do you know if you don't, you know creationists will argue that point till yeah. they're blue in the face that well, the I, earth is a young earth age. I've
1: always taught my kids it's kind of math going back to math. God is a line. He has an arrow on both ends. We are a array. We have a starting point and an arrow going continually whether you go heaven hell whatever still going animals i think are a, a segment line segment but you know it, god exists outside of our timeline and he is not bound by our time unless he chooses to be like you said limited by our time
3: right so what do and you think he did what with do you Jesus. think Greg? what would be interesting when you were talking about our people on the other side when we're there yeah i would ask first do you believe when we get there there's time? No. I no, agree.
1: I don't think so. I think it's so based outside that's
2: that's sort of problematic. What do you mean by no time?
0: If we're does if everybody the carrying of time. Does everybody not move? It's the carrying of time. Not say that th- again. does time exist versus do you care about time?
2: There you go. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Be time because, has to because movement, yeah, but everything time's lives and concept, breathes and operates
0: sort of within the construct of God, right? Yes. or inside the construct of universe and time space continuum. So, of course, yeah, time like, exists. I was gonna say, the but it's your caring of time. Caring makes of sense. time. That, that makes may be
3: sense. That may be a good answer, But yeah. If technically, or not say technically, observantly, there really isn't time, yeah, then if we when we pass to that next level is everybody there already? Mm -hmm.
0: I just know
2: that- I don't think you're gonna have heaven without sunsets.
3: You won't have
0: sunsets because there'll be no more sun.
2: Well, that's kind of a bummer. No, the only light you need is
0: him. Does he occasionally
2: sneak partially behind a building? I promise you. We
1: can call it a sunset. Yes. (laughs) I promise
0: you that if you accept Christ at some point in your life, that whatever you encounter is gonna be amazing. I promise. It'll be great. And and, uh, those people that cross over that see it, I've watched him, guys. I've seen him do it. I've watched him see it. I've seen those eyes dilated. I've seen him. They could hear songs. They had somebody waiting on them. My
1: grandmother to said to take do him you over. Him? He's so beautiful.
0: And if that's the mind shutting down, then praise the Lord. I'm glad I get to die with my mind shutting down like that because that's pretty cool. You know, <laughs> yeah. like whatever. I'm good with
3: it. Gotcha. So for me, the, the age old question about whether Adam died spiritually—did he die on the day? It's always been. I didn't know that was an age old of, question. Look at me. Well, here. I say old, age old question, at least for my mind, it was trying to understand based on what I had been told, because both the answers that I or the explanations I got never seemed to line up. And through a, a past episode of the Burroughs of Bria, threw me into what I've read out today. It, it sort of maybe fits. Now, is it speculation? Absolutely. Because it's not exactly definitive other than that Peter's saying it's a fact. It just seems to line up the best for me because Adam never lived a thousand years, which would have been a full day in the Lord. Mm-hmm. So he died on that day. And
0: I told you before that, you know, not in this podcast, but y- you can be right with that. You can also be right with that. So... I mean, it's just, it's fine. You know, you can be right I think it's
3: a, it's a cool discussion
0: piece. It is. I just feel like if you have... All right. Does God own the cattle on a thousand hills? Yes. How about the thousand and first? Yes. Okay. So it just thousand is completion. Yes. The millennial reign is it
3: a literal one thousand years? That's the one part about this because I know that people listen to this are immediately probably going to think about that millennial year reign. That's what most people are going to
0: do. I mean, that's what I mean with eschatology. Yes. If if no man know the day nor the hour, not even the son, but the father, then that means. If it wasn't in that day, then how long has it been? A couple days. It's only been a couple days since Jesus came in God's time. That's what people would say. Yes. Yeah, I disagree. I don't think that's how God is speaking to Peter. I think I, I think God is speaking to say, I'm outside of time. I'm eternal. You are going to inherit eternal life. I'm going to make you a co-heir with my son, and you will receive eternal life. And those that do not will not receive eternal yeah. life. They will just not. They'll just cease to exist, and that'll be the end of it. But what about the judgment? Yeah, there's fire, but it's not everlasting where people are dying. It's everlasting in in term of... It's like saying Sodom, Sodom and Gomorrah will burn forever. Yes. The Bible says that. Yes. Well, is Sodom and Gomorrah burning right now? No. No, but it is in our minds because yes. we understand what God did to it, and it has right. been back since. Right. That's the point of eternity. But it
3: burned long enough to consume it.
0: Yeah, but people will completely... Yeah, it's a consummation. It's the consuming yes. fire. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Right. But it's not, you know, people are going to argue with me, but I'm an annihilationist. I do not believe that you burn in hell for day and night. And because God, that's not what God did. God consumes it unless it, he doesn't give eternal life to those unless those who came through the sun. Otherwise they have eternal life. It's just torture. Right. Sorry. I don't buy it. It's not scriptural at all. It sounds like it when you read the King James Version. It sure does, but it's not.
3: It's not that. So, the highlight was I feel that Adam didn't die spiritually after eating the fruit. Yeah. That he died on the day of eating the fruit. And then I feel that Adam died on the day of the Lord. And then again, that Adam could possibly be quite a long, a lot older than what we said three to 5,000 years.
2: The synopsis is you believe that according to them at that time, what they call the day would have been what we call about a thousand years.
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. I think that Paul Paul writes to the church in Ephesus, and he explains a couple things. Okay, so he says we do not give we do not cease to give thanks for you. This is in chapter one of Ephesians, remembering you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation and the knowledge of Him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which He has called you. What are the riches of His glorious inheritance in the saints? Now look at that, inheritance. Pay attention. And what is the immeasurable greatness of His power toward us who believe? According to the working of His great might that He worked in Christ when He raised Him from the dead and seated Him at His right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age but also in the one to come. So as Paul is writing, he sees the one to come. There's an age to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him his head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Now, right here, he says he puts all things under his feet. When you go to Hebrews, he says, right now we don't see everything in subjection to him. So there's things happening within time, even within the New Testament. So when you get to chapter two, this is where it kicks for me. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, um, uh, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body. So what is he saying? Uh, What did Adam and Eve do? They followed the prince of the power of the air. He wasn't the prince of the power of the air at the time. They gave him dominion. They gave an angel who disguised himself in light, who was a serpent or whatever you want to call him, they gave him the dominion that God had given them. So, what happens is they weren't, you don't even have to call it spiritually dead. Even though that's what he says, you were dead in trespasses and sins. You were dead to God. Yeah. You weren't physically your, I would call spiritual death being apart from God. You were dead to God. And so once that happened, you were done. So what Christ does is he undone that, right? How do you like that English? So he
3: says,
0: (laughs) you were dead in trespasses and sins, walking according to the course of this world, following after the prince of the power of the air, just like your grandparents, just like your ancestors. You did the same thing. But Christ, who is seated at the right hand of God, who is in the heavenlies, heavenly places where we're seated with, by the way, presently, according to Scripture, He gives us that power. So you are no longer dead to God. You are alive in Christ. You're not alive to yourself. You're alive in Christ. So that's how I see it.
1: Can you imagine if we use more than 10% of our brain?
0: <laughs> Can you imagine if I could use more than 2% of my brain?
1: We would appreciate things so much more.
0: Unfortunately, that's not true. We they, use all of our brains. Do you know what the old ten percent of the brain trick that worked great when we were in ki- we were kids? Yep. And they're like, "You're using Scarlett the wrong answer." Scarlett Johansson 10%. Did, that, son. did a movie about
3: about the brain power.
1: It was the it was the girl it had a, it was a girl's name just just one salt. S- no, no, no. That was
3: uh... slut. Oh, I don't remember which movie I was talking about. <laughs> had Morgan Freeman in it. <laughs> Along Came a Spider. Yes. No.
0: No. No. It was pretty recent. R- Morgan Freeman and. Scarlett George Johansson. Johnson? I know, right? Wild. Wow. How yes. do I not know they, about this? It's yeah. a good
1: movie. It's like Vera they had, or they had, um, Helen or. Oh,
0: I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's a woman's they had name. They synthesized yeah.
3: the uh, and the, she used all of her the, brain. Yes, the, and she
1: was able to kick everybody's behind.
3: Something to do with the.
1: She was kicking donkey butt.
0: Nice. Um, <laughs> she was kicking donkey butt. Let's see. I'm going to find out what this movie is because I want people Lucy. Lucy, Lucy. oh yeah, yes. I remember. I yes. didn't see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. This was a good study. what yeah. are you, what well, are you thinking here? I yeah,
3: it was nice.
0: I think the biggest thing to take away from everything is that it's fun to speculate, but one thing is for sure: if the Bible says something and you see it, don't let people talk you out of it. They're going to try. Oh. I had people look me dead in the eye and be like, you're just, I don't know what's wrong with you. You're full of hell and you need to quit reading it like that. You're twisting the word of God around. I like said, I'm recently? not twisting. Yes. Yes. Just like a, two weeks ago. I said, dude, read the Bible. Look what it says. Before the herbs and the plants grew, he formed man. Look at it. Just look at the top. No, but you're twisting the word of God. I was like, I'm not either. You are. Your mind is twisted because you've been told something by tradition for how many years? I guarantee you, there's rabbis out there that know that man that man was made on the third day, they and they watch God make the yeah. sun, moon, and stars. What is man? Look at Psalm eight. Will you pull up Psalm eight, Sarita? Sure. Look at look at what it says in Psalm eight. L- let's look in Job too. Look what you know. What God says to Job whenever whenever he argues with Job and says he doesn't really argue with him. He's just telling him he's like, "Who are you, man?" I'm the one that made all these things. He says, where were you when I stretched the line and I made this place, right? And the sons of God were dancing when I was making it. And then in Psalm 8, it says, what is man that thou art mindful of us,
3: right? Well, the New Testament says that the, the world is waiting for the true sons of God. Yeah. So To take dominion.
1: Can I sing We it? already have. Oh, Lord, our oh, Lord, how majestic. Is your name in all of the earth, who have set your glory above the heavens, out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants? Tiziana, you have ordained strength because of your enemies, that you may silence the enemy and the avenger. When I consider your heavens and the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you ordained, What is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him? For you have made him a little lower than the angels and you have crowned him with glory and honor. You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, even the beasts of the field, the birds of the air and the fish of the sea that pass through the paths of the seas. O Lord, our Lord. How majestic is your name, and all the earth? Who wrote Excellent. that?
0: Does it David? Did David write that? It the Psalm, says, of Psalm of David. for yeah. Psalm
1: yep. of David. Instrument of Gath.
0: It's the oh, the instrument of Gath. You know what that means? No. That's the instrument where the uh, the giant was killed. Where the what was killed? Where, where um, Goliath and Gath. Oh, okay. Goliath. So anyway, um, who was a Philistine? All right. So the reason I had you read that, and the reason I wanted you to hear this, Rick, is because. What they're describing, and I did this, and it's going to be in our Hebrew study later. But there's a Midrash Telahim, I think it's called, that talks about how the rabbis began to understand that what the psalmist saw was what the angels were saying to God when he made Adam. Wow. They believe it. It's eight. There's eight verses and it's the questions. What is man that you are mindful of him? You have given him dominion. You know why? Because they're watching it happen yes. as it's being done. Yes. Day three, sun, moon, and stars, all of the animals, fish of the sea, the birds, blah, blah, blah. Right? Yep. Giving him dominion. They're watching. He's like, why? You made him a little lower than the angels. Right? You made all him right. a little lower. What is the man that you're mindful of And the son of man, you made him for a little while lower than the angels. A little while.
3: Yep. A little while. A little while. That's good. Hmm. That's good stuff.
0: So anyway, that's fun. Yes. There's a lot of speculation, but listen, guys, if somebody tells you, like, if you read the Bible and you absolutely see it in that Bible, then you believe the Bible first and you forget what other people are saying. If they can show you other scriptures and they can bear it out for you and help you understand that, okay, yeah, sometimes there's things in Genesis that aren't fully... Understood until you finish Job. Then you can understand certain aspects of Genesis. Yes, that's true. All these books talk to one another, and you have to Scripture bear out Scripture. But if you see something as simple as Adam being made on the third day, hold your own. Because there's meaning behind it, and, you ha- and you'll and you find it. There's other areas in the Bible that you're going to find. You hold your own. Yes. Don't let people talk you out of it because, you know, you want them to accept you. Just come on the show. We'll accept you.
3: Oh, yeah. I'm well, here. Were. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, the guys, thanks. Sarita. Thanks. OG. Yeah, man. Andy. Thank you. Good Love. job,
0: Rick. I like this first one you've ever done, right? Yes, it is. Good job, man. It's awesome. Lots of fun. I appreciate it.
2: It's a good conversation one for sure.
3: Yeah, very good. And we'll see you next time on the Burroughs of Barilla. Bye. Later.
0: Boo. Hey guys, this is Rick from the Burrows of Berea. Do you know how much blood, sweat, and tears it takes to make a podcast? None. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't cost a lot. And so if you guys don't mind, if anybody would like to give to help us with these episodes, it would be great. We'll put out even more content. And if you go to our Patreon page, just search for the Burrows of Berea. You'll get extra notes, extra episodes, and it's pretty much free. A dollar gets you a lot. Thanks, guys.